0: Stay Ready is the mentality birthed through the trials and triumphs in life as an NFL long snapper. Join me in conversations with teammates, mentors, friends, and family who helped me realize Stay Ready is so much more. A deeply rooted principle of life in all things faith, family, and football. From Music Row in Nashville, welcome to Stay Ready, the podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Stay Ready, the podcast. We're here on Monday morning, so I'm going to recap all the games from this past week and week two of the NFL. Uh, we do have two games tonight. We have the uh, Brownies and Steelers. We have the Saints and the Panthers. Uh, my predictions on that, I believe the Saints are going to win. And I'm also going to give the edge to the Brownies, go 2-0 in that division. Uh, I think they're uh, kind of on a little a hot streak making a statement in the NFL right now. But let's go back recapping week two of the NFL. Let's go to Thursday night where the Vikings visited the Eagles. I thought this would kind of be more of a lopsided win. I'm not a huge believer in the Vikings right now, but it was close. Uh, the Eagles pulled it off, uh, but it was uh, you know pretty pretty close the entire game. Uh, the Eagles edged out. The Vikings, um, You know, Kirk Cousins and, and Jay Jetta made some huge plays, and there was a big kind of a swing in the game where Jay Jetta reached the ball over the goal line, hit, hit the pylon, ball went out. Uh, of the end zone, they called it a touchback instead of a touchdown, or having the ball spotted there at the one yard line. Uh, but it was close, it was tight. But uh, you know, the Eagles pulled it off. They're tough to beat, especially at home. Uh, fly Eagles, fly was playing all night. Uh, but I don't, I don't feel like the Eagles necessarily have that swag, have that. Uh, I don't know. they're just something different from last year. Last year they were rolling over everybody early on in the season. Uh, but again, it's a new year, it's a new league. Um, every team's different. Every game is uh, tough to win. Uh, but the Eagles stay 2-0. Uh, and The Vikings fall to 0-2. So that's a tough start for the Vikings, um, who obviously has a really, really good team. Uh, but we'll see how they rebound uh, as we proceed in the season. Um, other games around the league. We had the Packers and Falcons. I thought that this game was going to be a really good one. It was a shootout. I thought the Packers would win this one. Uh, Jordan Love has started off really, really hot. Uh, but, man, the Falcons pull it off 25-21. to 21. Uh, That's a huge home win for the Falcons and uh, their young quarterback in Ritter. Um, Bijan Robinson also had a huge game. That guy's a human highlight reel. Drake London had a huge game as well. Um, so I got that one wrong. Uh, let's go to Raiders and Bills. Again, this is another tough road game for the Raiders. I thought it would be a little closer than it was, but this was going to be a huge rebound game for Josh Allen and the Bills. They get a huge win, 38-10, at home to go 1-1, one and one. so I, I got that one. Uh, Bengals and Ravens, I chose Ravens. No way in heck that the uh, Cincinnati Bengals could start the season 0-2, especially after Burrow signs a massive deal. Uh, but they go 0-2. They fall 27-24 to to the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens get a huge road win. And the Ravens look really, really good, man. They're poised um, to really make a run here, win a division. But again, you got the Brownies sneaking up on them too. Um, and again, it's early on, so we're going to see how that shakes out. But the AFC North, uh, man, it's a little lopsided. No one thought the Bengals would go 0-2. But they do. But I I expect them to rebound as they go forward. Uh, Another tight game. I got this one wrong as well. Lions, Seahawks. Seahawks on the road coming off of a tough loss at home against the Rams. I thought the Lions are back. Everyone believes they are back. And they are still back. They are good. It was a tight one. Went to overtime. They lost 37-31. to Seahawks get a massive road win. They wore the, the blue ski masks in the locker room afterwards, which was hilarious. Um, but man, all these games are really, really close. Uh, Colts get their first win. Anthony Richardson, first NFL win, unfortunately goes out of the game early with a concussion. And I think really my concern going forward with Anthony Richardson is just being available, being healthy. This is two games in a row now that he's left the game early with some sort of injury, getting nicked up, getting banged up. Again, his greatest asset is his legs. Um, and I think he's gonna—he's learned really, really quickly that he's got to stay healthy. He's got to play smart. He, he has to eliminate taking those big hits. And he took a big hit in his uh, second rushing touchdown, landed on the back of his head, got concussed, knocked out of the game. But Gardner Minshew, Minshew mania comes in, probably one of the best, if not the best backup quarterback in the NFL, arguably could be a starter on any NFL team out there. He rallies the troops. He brings the Colts to a victory. 31-20 on the road against the Texans. Big division win. Um, I got that one right. Go Colts. Uh, Chiefs-Jaguars. I thought the Jags were going to pull this off. It was close. Uh, They lose 17-9 to the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes gets those boys back on on track. Um, They had their stud, Travis Kelsey, back in uniform. Also, um, their... uh, Chris Jones, you know, got that extension. He's back on the field as well for them. So that was a tough loss for the Jaguars. But again, Jags are, are, are very competitive. They're playing uh, the Chiefs, reigning Super Bowl champs. That was going to be a tough one, regardless. Um, but uh, still, I thought the Jags were going to pull it off at home. But it's all good. They're going to have a, a bright future ahead. Uh, next one, Bucks Bears. Bucks win, uh, twenty-seven to seventeen. I got that one right. This one was tough. Right here, Music City, Chargers at the Titans, both coming off of tough week one losses. I actually wore my Chargers hat to church. A pretty bold statement, walking into church, all Titans fans. But hey, I had to show some love for the Chargers. Brandon Staley, Justin Herbert, Joey Bosa, Derwin James. Let's go get a huge road win against the Titans, who I feel was like a little deflated after that week one loss to the Saints. But man, it was a shootout. Um, and they go to overtime. Nick Folk, 39 years old, comes and bangs the game winner. The Chargers lose and go 0-2. I mean, Chargers fans are going crazy. They're calling for Staley's head right now. Um, I think they're going to get back on track, but to start 0-2 with the talent that they have on both sides of the ball and in special teams is really, really tough. It's tough to dig yourself back out of an 0-2 start in this league. But, hey, I was with the Colts. We started 0-2 three years in a row, rallied back, made it to the playoffs every single year, but still – no doubt that it's tough to get out of, that, out of that slump early on. Titans get a huge win, tighten up. Uh, it was a beautiful day here in Nashville, and uh, Ryan Tannehill rallies the troops to get a huge win over the Chargers. Um, Giants-Cardinals, I mean, this was another shootout. All these games have been close. I thought the Cardinals were going to pull it off. Josh Dobbs was playing really, really well. The Giants get a huge win at the end. Graham Ganot knocks a, a, a huge field goal to put them ahead. Uh, Giants get a huge road win Rams Niners everyone has counted the Rams out Um, I mean the entire SoFi Stadium was all decked out in red Niners Nation travel strong Uh, Brock Purdy gets those boys another win they go 2-0 but the Rams I tell you what the Rams are kind of a sleeper team they're the dark horse everyone's counting them out they don't even have Cooper Cup out there playing a full game but, man, the Rams are, are really, really competitive, and, um, you know, people kind of forget. Their they're two years are removed from being Super Bowl champs. Obviously, a completely different team, but, you know, the Rams are going to be very, very competitive, especially in the NFC West. But, again, the, the Niners arguably one of the best teams in the league, especially with Brock Purdy leading those guys. Uh, Nick Bose on the defensive side just balling out. Um, Jets-Cowboys, I thought this game would be close, but I had no doubt that the Cowboys are going to pull this one off. They win 30-10. to Zach Wilson struggles for the Jets. That dominant defense in Dallas, the big D, Dan Quinn's defense is flying around. Micah Parsons is lining up anywhere that he can. He got two sacks. The boys ball out. They get three picks. They pressured Zach Wilson all day, and Dak Prescott in the offense just kind of seamlessly effortlessly, effectively, just moved the ball all day. C.D. Lamb had a huge day. Dak Prescott didn't have to be the hero, but he was very efficient. He was very effective. And honestly, I was watching the game, and this seems like the most poised and confident that this Cowboys team has ever been, especially Dak Prescott, just looking very composed back there, the offensive line is just incredible. He's got so many weapons. And Brandon Cooks didn't even play in the game. So, gosh, I mean, the ceiling is so high for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and really, they've put up 70 points in two games, and they've only given up 10. Um, and Brandon Aubrey for the, for the uh, Dallas Cowboys was 5-5 on field goals. Incredible debut at home for him. The new kicker for the Cowboys. Got a bright future. Um, commanders at Broncos. Again, another shootout. This goes all the way down to the end. I think the Commanders came back from like down 18. Uh, They win 35-33. to Uh, Russell Wilson, man, he throws a Hail Mary at the end of the game, gets a touchdown. They fail the two-point conversion to lose. They go 0-2 at home. They started at home, two home games, 0-2. Coach Sean Payton, I mean, gosh dang, they're struggling right now. The Broncos, I don't know what's going on over there, but – both games have been competitive. They just can't get the win to make the big plays necessary to win those games. But Commanders go 2-0. Um, they're on a roll. And then last night we saw the D- Dolphins-Patriots. It's got a little close, but really Miami had the entire edge the entire game. They win 24-17. to So that is my Week 2 Recap on what's going on in the NFL. Again, we have two more games tonight, a doubleheader on Monday Night Football. Uh, But I also want to say uh, that it's still an exciting year. It's still super early. The the season is so, so long. Um, But this week was not as lopsided as it was in week one. Um, A lot of tight games. Uh, A couple games went to overtime. Uh, But really, I think we're seeing that the, the Dallas Cowboys are the team to beat. The 49ers are the team to beat. Two juggernauts in the NFC. The AFC right now is kind of up in the air. I'm going to give maybe the maybe the Ravens. Maybe the Dolphins. Those are the teams to beat right now. Cincinnati's struggling. Kansas City's kind of struggling, you know. Um, so the Buffalo Bills are struggling. Um, but again, it's so early. It's so exciting. Football is back. Falls in the air. Best time of the year. I'm going to start a new little segment here called the Stay Ready Specialist of the Week. And I've already referenced him. Before, but Brandon Aubrey, the place kicker for the Dallas Cowboys, former soccer player, former USFL player, went five for five yesterday. So I have to give him a massive shout out. Um, his long yesterday was a 55. And, you know, the kicking position in Dallas has been an extremely difficult position to just kind of own. They've kind of gone through their ups and downs at the kicking position the past few years. You know, I was there last year, obviously, and uh, that that position just has a lot of pressure on that player's shoulders. Uh, the media is always on their kicker. Um, the expectations always super high on the kicker. But Brandon Aubrey comes kind of out of nowhere, a diamond in the rough, drafted in 2017 in the MLS in soccer, makes his transition to football, goes to the USFL for a couple of years for the Birmingham Stallions, gets picked up late by the Cowboys in training camp. Uh, but Bones Fossil knows how to evaluate. He goes in there, picks up Brandon Aubrey to be their guy. Uh, Coach McCarthy has really um, has made, made comments about Brandon Aubrey uh, reminding him as, as a young Mason Crosby, which is a huge compliment. Mason Crosby has an incredible career, 15-year pro, playing in one of the toughest places in Green Bay forever. But Brandon Aubrey, shout-out to you, man. You had a great day yesterday. Uh, Trent C., got Snapper, snapping the pearls. Uh, Brian Anger banger have, with the great holds. So that, that execution right there, that trio is doing really well. But Brandon Aubrey has a bright future there in Dallas. And I think the Cowboys fans should be really, really excited for Brandon Aubrey as their kicker. I know they wanted to score more touchdowns, but hey, give your kicker some opportunities. He went five for five. That's huge. In a big game, primetime game, uh, that gives a lot of confidence at that position. So that's my shout-out. Uh, that's my stay-ready shout-outs to the specialist of the week. And uh, really on some personal front, you know, as we start a new week, there's always an opportunity for a call to come for a workout, some kind of having a bag slightly packed for that. Uh, but it brings a lot of anxiety to the household if I do leave abruptly. You know, breeze here with the girls um, it brings some sort of stress, especially if I get signed and I have to leave uh, for a prolonged period of time. But we just had this conversation last night like, hey, God's got us right where he needs us to be. He's going to take us to where he wants us to be. And we just have to trust in that. I know logistically now with two baby girls, <laughs> it's a handful for Brie to take over the household and, and manage that uh, while I'm gone, but I know she can do it. She's an incredible mother, um, but it does, it does bring some sort of uh, stress to the dynamic of the family with the uncertainty of football, but I'm, I'm preparing, I'm staying ready, and I'm excited for what's to come, um, so with a new week, there's a possibility of getting a call for a workout, but we never know. Uh, God's got a plan. Just got to trust it. Um, and it was a great reminder in church yesterday, uh, shout out pastor Kevin Queen at cross point. We were talking about discipleship and what that looks like. Um, and what it, what it means to be a disciple. We're called to be disciples as believer, believers in, in Jesus Christ. And it just kind of reminded me like, Hey, you know, I'm so blessed to have this platform and, uh, no matter where I'm at or where God leads us or whatever locker room I'm, I'm, I'm in my main goal and my main focus is to be the best disciple that I can be. So I'm encouraged by that message um, yesterday. And uh, I pray that over my wife as well, wherever we go, wherever we're at, whether it's here in Nashville, we go to another city for another season, just to use that time to really pour in, disciple whoever we can, whether it's my teammates or whether it's another girlfriend or spouse on the team for Bree, like we're just incredibly blessed to have this opportunity and platform to serve different communities and be on different teams. So that's what's really exciting for us. I know the uncertainty is brings anxiety, brings stress, brings doubt, brings some fears, but maybe we cast those all to the foot of the cross and just continue just to trust in the process and just enjoy this time because as I get older and as that window slowly closes, if we are blessed for another opportunity to play um, man, let's just embrace the moment, have fun. It's only temporary. It goes by so fast. And to, to be able to share this journey with my wife and my two girls, especially Tatum, who's now with us. Um, it's so exciting and true knows what football is. She gets excited when we go throw the football around. I just put up a clip on Instagram the other day of her, like mimicking a snap and and trying to be like daddy. And it just reminded me that she's, she's so aware of, of kind of what I do on, on kind of a, uh, smaller scale um but she she's more aware of of what's going on what football is and what snapping is it's so fun I, i'm just enjoying this time as being a dad and kind of the phase we're in it's very busy but you know it's chaotic at times but it, it's really truly awesome to see our girls grow grow into their personalities blossom um but uh yeah we're just excited for what's to come and uh really excited for the week we'll see what the week brings um but, uh, you know, without a doubt, the NFL is exciting. It's fun. Um, I know the fan bases are either very confident in their team right now or they're scratching their head. What are we doing? There's a lot of teams owing to a lot of good teams that are owing to right now. Um, but, again, it's only week two. We got 15 more weeks ahead. The season is so long. We're not even in October yet. Um, so don't panic. Don't, pa- don't push the panic button just yet. Just trust and get your team that first win, and get back into a good groove. Um, But, uh, yeah, a lot can change. A lot can change. But, uh, you know, that's my recap of week two, and we'll, we'll talk about some predictions on week three coming up later this week. But thank you for tuning in. Hope you have a great week. Have a blessed week. It's time to get to the gym, go play some pickleball, get on the court a little bit, move around, and have a great day. And I pray the same for you. See you later.